I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi. I'm Liana Holston. And I'm Sienna Jekyll. And welcome to Tossed Popcorn, the podcast where two idiots watch every film on the AFI's 100 Greatest American Movies of All Time. The very slightly less racist 10th anniversary edition. This podcast is a safe space for people who don't know anything about movies. Today, we're watching MASH. This is not a hospital! It's an insane asylum! Number 54 on the AFI list. Warning, there will be spoilers about this did not age well film. I have to know before we go any further. Wh- what did you think? If you're worried that this might be a, what's it called situation? One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, it's not. Oh, thank God. <laughs> it's I, not. Was, I was so worried that you were going to like this movie. And I was going to have to be like, Sienna, do you remember misogyny? <laughs> there were about two minutes where I was like, is this fun? Me too. <laughs> and then it was like, oh no, my no, God. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Before we go any further, content warning. Yeah. <laughs> um. Jeez. Sexual harassment. Sexual assault. Misogyny. Uh, just coercion. Ge- coercion. Ex- extreme misogyny. Lack um, of consent. Across the board. Just, just figure it's a time before you, before there was a consensus that you can't just literally do anything to anybody. Just for fun or when you feel like it. As a prank. Yeah. 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 
Well, Sienna, I would love to hear, what did you know about MASH before watching it? So I used to watch the show as a kid. Of course you did. (laughs) Um, The show is so different. Okay. My mom really likes the show. And I actually, I texted my parents during this and I was like, guys, why doesn't this feel safe? safe. (laughs) Why isn't this like the fun show with Alan Alda? Okay. Well then let's hear what you thought the movie would be about. Hey, Liana, it's Sienna. I am currently cooking eggs, and I'm about to watch MASH, M period, A period, S period, H period. So I grew up watching the show, Mm. so I'm praying Alan Alda is in the movie, but for some reason, I have a feeling he won't be. Oh, you can really hear me cooking. I predict that (laughs) it will be a goofy sex comedy type of movie about the Vietnam War. Boy. I hope I'm not wrong because <laughs> that is an uncouth prediction otherwise. All right. I love you. Goodbye. I was so naive then. Cooking. What egg dish was that? Was it a scramble? French omelet. You keep doing these French omelets and you are you have the same intonation every time you say it. <laughs> I don't regret that at all. French omelet. Uh, oui. Yeah. Proud of it. Well, I was making eggs. Let's let's listen to my prediction. I would love to. Hello, Sienna. It's Liana. Really I'm about to watch chipper. a film called Mash. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mash. Ooh, it's really hard for me to make that one syllable. I thought this Mayesh. was a TV show. Maybe it also is a TV show. I predict it's going to be kind of the polar opposite of the deer hunter yeah but I mean, about the same subject matter so like uh, the no. vietnam war Mm-mm. but but kind of uh but no. funny <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that's possible okay love you bye you sounded so happy <laughs> We had no idea. Don't you worry. Hey, a little a little teaser for you and for the listeners is I took some audio recordings at the end of the film. Oh. So we'll, we could really do a compare contrast. Wonderful. Sienna, if you consent. I do. Um, Thank okay. you. Thank, Thank you for you. asking. I, well, nobody knew about that in this movie. Could you please summarize for us the movie? I, I can't say it with just one syllable. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's my Midwestern twang. Please try. Matt. <laughs> mash. <laughs> I just want to say mash. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I love that. I love this. <laughs> Shall I say it? dash? Yeah. It's the same. Mash. <laughs> All right. Sorry, a ghost came out of me. Mash. <clears throat> This movie is 97% sex crimes. Two per- I said sex crimes too. <laughs> you, huh? I got so hot just now. Oh it's no. Gonna come up a lot. I'm going to pass out this time. 2% surgery and 1% football. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this plotless film follows Hawkeye and Trapper John playing cruel practical jokes on their co-workers at a mobile army surgical hospital during the Korean War. Okay, acronym. <laughs> uh, mostly, this involves humiliating, coercing, and assaulting female officers and nurses. Yeah. It is extremely raunchy, and the main characters are so mean. Mm-hmm. 
The end. <laughs> it really was like sex crimes are us. It was, I mean, I was shocked. I guess I didn't think a movie on the AFI list was going to be like 80s sex crimes levels of offensive. <laughs> but like every 80s comedy, I think, stemmed from this yeah, movie. Totally. And you see why. Yeah. Notable actors are Donald Sutherland, mm. who is uh, Kira Knightley's dad from Pride and Prejudice. And oh my God. That's why I thought he was British. The <laughs> whole seems- movie, I was like, why does his face look like it should be... British. Is he actually British? He seems to He's play Canadian, British. And I Googled it. Oh. But I thought from that and from the Italian job, I was like, wasn't he a British man? Right? Isn't he always British? I've seen him be British a lot. Mm. Uh, and then Elliot Gold, mm. who is Monica and Ross's dad yeah. in Friends. Yeah. And the fun guy from Oceans, the Oceans franchise. Oh. And Boo Radley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But we got to put a pin in that. And boo. first, we we cannot get to Boo he was until Boo we Radley. <laughs> I didn't, and I never will. I will remember forever. Okay. Before uh, we get into it. Please, Liana, will you give Hello. us historical context for this whack-ass film? Fuck yeah, I will. I enjoyed the historical context so much more than I enjoyed this movie. Because I got to Google military hospitals. <laughs> Okay, what's a military salute like? Hello, on your on your feet, soldier. Eddie's. sir. <laughs> Eddie's for the historical context for Mash, the nineteen seventy film based on the nineteen sixty eight book. Surprise! Wow, called Mash, a novel about three army doctors by a, a person whose name is Richard Hooker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The book is loosely based on Hooker's experiences, I'm sorry, as a surgeon in the 8055th MASH in South Korea. So he actually was doing the thing. The movie came out in 1970. It is set in the Korean War, but really it's a commentary on the Vietnam War, which had started the the previous decade and had been going on for many years. It's also possibly the first major studio film to use the word fuck. Which tracks. Yeah, it does. Of all the movies to attain that, I don't mm-hmm. know, honor, this would be the one. Yeah. And apparently it's not until the football scene at the end, which I didn't... Really? Listen to a single word that was spoken during those 20 minutes, but... <laughs> Tuned out. I could. The TV series... Okay, so the film came out in 1970. The TV series ran from 1972 to 1983. Oh. <laughs> and during Sienna's childhood. It was also set during the Korean War... It, again, was an ensemble cast with the same characters from the film, but different actors. So the two leads were then played by Alan Alda and some other <laughs> guy. The only... there, I think there were maybe a couple actors who went from the movie to the TV series, and one of them was... Radar! Radar. Yeah. Um, the final episode of the TV series of MASH was called Goodbye, Farewell, and Amen, and it was the most watched television broadcast in American history from 1983 to 2010, when, can you guess what overtook it? Breaking Bad. <laughs> a Super Bowl. <laughs> I didn't know that even counted. <laughs> Everybody watched a football game? Yeah. Also, they hadn't until then? Wow. <laughs> well, not that many people. No one had watched the football game in 2010. <laughs> and then 106 million people logged in. <laughs> wow. There are also other novels, TV series, and even a play in the MASH franchise. So it's not just those three different things. There were many sort of spinoffs of it. 
a MASH Mobile Army Surgical Hospital Unit is a U.S. Army field hospital, which was conceptualized in 1946. (laughs) It replaced the World War II-era auxiliary surgical group hospital units. And prior to World War II, the hospital setup that they had were called fixed-in-place field hospitals, which were much further from the front, so it was much harder to get the wounded to the hospital safely. Mobile Army Surgical... I have goosebumps. Mobile (laughs) Army Surgical Hospitals were designed to get surgeons closer to the front so that soldiers could be treated sooner. They moved from location to location on a monthly-ish basis, and they reduced mortality rates because transportation times were shorter, so fewer wounded died within the, quote, golden hour, which is the first hour after injury. Wow. Apparently, it's very, very important to treat those, like, wounds that need operations within the first hour of the wound occurring otherwise wow. people are at risk of like bleeding out etc an aeromedical evacuation system was developed during the korean war so these mash units came to really the forefront during the korean war specifically again it was oh. after world war ii this was like the next kind of major conflict and this is when they really kind of honed them Um, These aeromedical evacuation systems allowed faster and safer transport than ground evacuation, which is when people just carry somebody on a stretcher. We saw Mm -hmm. this in the movie, those like kind of bug helicopters, airlifting people. Right. Um, A lot of helicopters were used as, quote, air ambulances uh, to to transport soldiers from the front to the MASH units. And uh, this type of military hospital decreased post-evacuation mortality from 4% in World War II to 2.5% in the Korean War, which is actually like very, very significant in terms of the numbers of people who were surviving. The, I don't know if it's the 8,055th, the 8055th MASH unit, the one that the film is loosely based off of, that the author Hooker was a surgeon in. Mm -hmm. Um, It traveled along the 38th parallel, which is now the demilitarized zone separating South Korea from North Korea. And it was one of 10 fully functioning mobile hospitals in operation during the Korean War. And now, the Korean War. The Korean War was from 1950 to 1953. A loose summary of it. In 1910, Japan annexed Korea. Korea was not divided between North and South at that point. Japan annexed it after World War II, when Japan was defeated by the Allied powers, the USSR and the U.S. divided Korea along the 38th parallel. The war itself was fought between North Korea and South Korea. The North was supported by China and the USSR, the South by the UN and mainly the United States. It was it was early Cold War days in terms of people being like, ah, communism, no. Uh-huh. And so North Korea was allied with communist powers. Okay. And the U.S. was like, we have to defeat Communism. Of course, yes. Mm-hmm. On June 25th, 1950, the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, or as we, I guess, would call it today, North Korea, invades the Republic of Korea, which South Korea, in mm-hmm. our understanding, across the 38th parallel. So again, that's the line that was kind of established after World War II. Uh, 75,000 troops went into South Korea, invaded South Korea, and that is what was the first military action of the Cold War. Quote, wow. unquote, Cold In July of 1950, so just like mere weeks after that invasion, American troops entered the war on South Korea's side. 
Harry S. Truman, the president, really did not want like an all-out war against China and the USSR. He was like, we just finished World War II. Mm-hmm. We are rebuilding. We, we have been busy. Come on. But General Douglas MacArthur uh-huh. was like, we've got to fight the communists, so help me God. And he like wrote a letter to a different person in in government and knew that that letter was going to get leaked to the public. And it basically was saying, like, the only way for us to defeat communism is to fully win a war. And Harry S. Truman fired him. (laughs) He's like, you are discharged. You stop it. And I just thought it was so funny because it starts with a MacArthur quote in the movie. Right. Okay. There was a draft for the Korean War. In the U.S., men from 18 and a half to 35 years of age were conscripted for around two years on average, unless they had served in World War II. So again, war started June 1950. On July 27, 1953, an armistice was signed. A new boundary was set up near the 38th parallel and the two mile wide demilitarized zone or DMZ was created. So that was created in 1953. An estimated 5 million people died during the Korean War. Wow. And more than half of that number, more than half of those people were civilians. They were not soldiers. So it was like, I mean, more civilians, I think, died in that war than in Vietnam. Um, And the Korean War is often called, quote, the Forgotten War, end quote, because compared to Vietnam and the World Wars, it gets so much less focus in school, in just like at least american history specifically like yeah i didn't really know anything about it before i sat down to google it today yeah definitely this is the only piece of content i know that Mm. addresses it any famous one that i know of and we both thought it was about vietnam (laughs) (laughs) and it kind of (laughs) is yeah and that is the end of my historical context for mash the 1970 sex crime Do you need to advance the structure of field hospitals in the military? We'll be right back. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. <laughs> I'm so happy for you that you got to Thank do you. that. Thanks. That was a nice little palate cleanser before we... Well, boy, shall we move on to our phone notes? Because yeah. we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. <laughs> Sienna has expired. <laughs> she literally just shut down. You know those cat clocks <sighs> whose eyes can kind of close? You did that. Well, everybody, now it is time for our phone notes, where we discuss the notes that we took on our phones during the film. The film. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, the first thing you wrote down is this song is so sad okay what the fuck yeah no this was fucked up i guess i should have known from the beginning the theme song is literally about suicide (laughs) so it's so fucked up i was watching this and i was like uh because also this is the same as the theme song for the show but the show doesn't oh they don't sing the words yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i was like wait what i know i think i read that the lyrics were written by a 14 year old like somebody's son what i don't know i stopped reading that i was like i don't want to hear about that he looks into the darkness and the darkness grins oh well actually that sounds sort of like a 14 year old emo kid would write it's like they just learned about poetry (laughs) (laughs) um yeah the song is called suicide is painless really should have known it submerges you right in the deep end yeah whoa yes you said my brain is processing absolutely none of this I too, as we were watching it at the beginning, before we even know knew it was a problem. Yeah, I was watching it and I was like, okay, the only thing I know is that war is happening. Uh huh. This is also one of those movies that suffers from what we could call male shrillness. Oh, uh, which I is I don't think I heard a word they said. They're low talking, mumbling, blah 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 blah. I had to like move my speaker closer to my ear. I was like, yeah, oh, it's like speak up. It was like I was listening to a radio in the twenties. <laughs> Like the president was giving a broadcast during the depression. I was like, oh, what is, what's he saying? Oh, what was that? Oh, the war just ended. But I don't know what he's talking about. I can't hear him. Liana's pretending to hold a little a little fake radio <laughs> and she's doing it so tenderly oh. as if it's her little friend. <laughs> like that potato I held earlier. Yeah. Oh, a sweet it. little potato friend. Moving on. Liana, you've said, hmm. damn, Robert Duvall continues to be hot. Sorry. No, he was good until he was sorry. wheeled out. Sorry, sorry. That man is hot as hell. <laughs> he was also like, I was so relieved to see him. Yes. It felt like seeing your father in a grocery store when you've been lost. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was going to say that until I said it. But yeah, I guess that's right. I didn't like our protagonist. I didn't like I the didn't people we were the seeing. I didn't know protagonist even was. He? Okay. Let's talk about this for a second. Let's talk about this for a second. Because this Hawkeye, not the same as Alan Alden Hawkeye, by the way. And not the same as Hawkeye in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No. This Hawkeye 
It is so strange to have a protagonist who's wearing tinted glasses and a hat yeah. at all times. I was really surprised when he took his hat off by his hair color. Everything was weird about him. Everything was unsettling. Very stretchy man. He was long, but in a way where I was like, no. No. And that's crazy. I'm going to say it. This man was not protagonist material. No. He didn't sell it. Uh Uh-uh. We were clinging for something else. And that's why when Robert Duvall comes on, we're like, oh, thank goodness. Take us back, boo. Oh, (laughs) we're learning so much. We're learning so much today. (laughs) Even before it got bad, bad. (laughs) They were already calling a woman Lieutenant Dish. Yeah. And you were like, gosh, that's disgusting. I hope this is the only time. At that point, I was like, oh, are these the villains? Right? And then Robert Duvall came along and I was like, oh, papa. I know. to save the day. And when he started praying, I was like, honestly, fine. I had no problems with him. And then they wheeled him away. You know what? I bet. In 1970, Robert Duvall had an immaculate bush. (laughs) Oh, he's packing bush for sure. (laughs) For sure. You kidding? Boo Radley? Come on. (laughs) Sorry, we've secured it. Season two is the bush season. (laughs) It's the bush season. (laughs) It chose us. Bush chooses the podcaster. (laughs) You've said, wow, they really did an amputation. (laughs) They really, they did an amputation in this movie. Did you see it? No. It was crazy. What? (laughs) And this ties right into your next note, which is, how do you feel about watching War Medicine, Liana? Because it's blood, but not violence. And also, you're minor. And thank you. Pretty nauseous. But I made it okay. I can deal with, like, I actually can watch it. And the sounds are not there because no one is screaming in pain. I think that's really what gets me. Okay. Is A, like, sound effects of, like, sword into person. Squelching. Squelching. Mm-hmm. Not good. Not for Sawing. Me. The sawing I was okay with. Oh. Because, again, when it's under control... I'm fine with it. Is that fucked up? It's not fucked up. It's just a really funny way to say it. Yeah. No, no, that that actually makes a lot of sense because also people are safe. They're doing their jobs. They're taking care of somebody. Yeah, and no one is suffering. Like in, with right. violence, there's the implication that yeah. people are experiencing pain, and in yes. this one, they're inherently not because they are anesthetized. And so you're like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that makes sense. That's very compassionate of you. Thank you. I really can't express how much I did not. I was not able to take in I'm their so low voices. Curious. Just what was your like? viewing experience of the film at what point did you realize like oh this is illegal i think it was shortly after they put the microphone in the 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 couple's room Mm -hmm. because that was like that was still we were still being crazy we knew it was an extremely sexist movie but it was like oh my gosh they're being wacky and we're here yeah it's very very raunchy yeah and so okay what happens here is that the main woman of the film margaret who's also in the show Margaret Houlihan, who everybody calls Hot Lips. They call her Hot Lips because there's a scene where Robert Duvall and Houlihan are going at it. They're horny for each other. Two consenting adults. I was thrilled. It's fine. Before they put the microphone in, when the Uh two of them were just boning, I was like, extremely happy for them. So happy for them. They were so, they were both two nerds who just, you could tell, were really horned up for one another. They really liked each other. And they they wanted to bone and then they boned. We don't get that in movies a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You're just two people who are always wanting that. Those people who like each other doing it. Um, So it was nice for one second. And then Radar, who I trusted. Oh, that was Radar? Yeah. Uh, Radar sneaks a microphone underneath the the tent Mm -hmm. because they they have told him to because our two prankster boys have gathered many people into the 
broadcast room oh yeah some room with a radio in it and they start broadcasting their love making first into that room and then all over the camp and that is the first moment that i was like okay that's not appropriate Mm. and then the next day when they started ruthlessly bullying them especially her yep and they started calling her hot lips and Mm. everyone was making fun of her and it felt very unsafe yeah and it was like oh we're all just laughing at that very cut and dry harassment sexual harassment yeah Something, I don't know what you would even define that as, because it feels it's like a sex more. crime. <laughs> it's a crime. <laughs> Generally a sex crime. <laughs> and that's when the crimes began. <laughs> the crimes started. And they did not let up. The crimes kept coming and they didn't stop coming in this movie. <gasps> I hated it so much. And I wanted to like it. I was like, oh, a war parody satire. Like, that could be really fun. Totally. I forgot that it was during the sex crimes decades. But Every it, word they said in the operating room, I was like, huh? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I had no idea what was happening. It was with the cadence of jokes and then people would sort of titter with laughter or a man would be like, keep your tits away from me. I'm trying to get this guy's artery sewn up. And I, I was hated like, this movie. What is going on? Oh my gosh. The, this movie can also be wrapped up by a bunch of guys trying to peek into the women's shower. Or a bunch of guys trying to peek into the men's shower to see the dentist's huge penis. I didn't even register that. That's what I thought it was the women's shower at first. And then they said like a million seventies innuendos about a penis. And this is not the first film on the list where men have lined up to look at a different man's penis. We need to stop letting men make movies. That's just not really like a situation. (laughs) It's it's just we as a society (laughs) don't need that. How in, in what way are these the stories we need to tell? Before the worst scene with her, I was like, why are they making this woman who's just like, being harassed by men. How is she the villain here? I couldn't understand it. It was like a nurse ratchet situation, except for 100%. even uh, much less That's exactly what villainous. it felt like. Yeah. I forgot about her. I blocked that whole movie out. Oh, yeah. Men hate... Women? Well, nurses? Nurses. Powerful nurses. <laughs> Powerful nurses. See, Annie, you said, did he just say something about her fat ass? <laughs> he did. I remember hearing that and being like, hang on. What decade is it? I think that they would say fat ass at the time, but it was just purely negative. Oh. And and I heard it as like a, a praise, a compliment. I We love a fat ass in this era. Uh, yeah, no, a fat ass is the we desired. <laughs> I don't think they were like, yeah, that ass is fat. Oh. I think that they were like, how was that fat ass? And I was, I was, hmm. she's like a size one. <laughs> small woman. <laughs> like a very small person. And yeah. I, I, I was trying for, I was trying so hard to understand what they, what they meant. Everything in this film, I don't think, was a joke. <laughs> That's what I think they said things in the, in the rhythm of a joke, but what they were just saying was like, God, I hate women. <sighs> yeah. I wanted to stop watching it so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it kept going. It kept going. And then it became a football film. <laughs> and that was crazy. That gave us the opportunity to tune out. And that was the cherry on the cake yeah. saying, this movie is anti-woman in every way possible. A hundred percent. Get out. Well, and here's here here's sort of a for the men who are going to be like, no, no, it's a joke. Just take a joke. Blah. Um, Bro. Here's another critique that maybe you'll you'll hear. Maybe I'll say it a little deeper so men can hear it. <laughs> um, Margaret Houlihan was not a consistent character in the film. At the beginning, she's sort of trying to like enforce the rules. Then she's kind of like a lustful woman who wants to bone Boo Radley, which. Uh-huh. We Me love. And the rest of America. Yeah. Girl, absolutely. And then they just turned her into a bimbo at the end when she uh-huh. was doing the cheerleading. 
And none of those three things, there was nothing consistent about the comedy behind her. She never was like yeah. the same trait that they were making fun That's of each time. That's a really good point. And I was like, this is another role. We've talked about this before. Of like, that wouldn't be a fun role to play yeah. as a woman because there's no clear point of view from her character's perspective. She's just the punching bag in each scene and they mold her to be whatever they need her to be as the punchline for the focus of that scene. Whether it's like, oh, she's the uptight one in this scene or, oh, she's like the slut in the scene Mm -hmm. or she's like the football idiot in this one yeah that's really really a good point this is one of the worst experiences i've ever had (laughs) i can't imagine having enjoyed the tv show and thinking it was going to be a similar thing and i didn't i didn't know the tv show so i mean i watched it when i was like 12 okay (laughs) so there were parts where i was like this this isn't what it was was it was this it yeah 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 um this is the kind of thing that makes me just feel so sad because I'm like, I hope I'll be able to explain why this is bad. I know. You know, that's throughout this recording. I've been like, I just don't think there are the words for I, this. I do believe everybody should understand why I this is. I do believe. <laughs> and it's, I do declare. <laughs> any, we all should understand <laughs> why this movie was terrible. Trending a little walk in. <laughs> Look, that's, I, I do declare. You, every, I, you and the other Sienna in my life. A few times in the past week or two, I've been like, you really sounded like Christopher Walken when you said that. And I think it's just me. I think I just sound a little bit. I'm not trying to do it. I just being from a mountainous you were region. You were blessed. And as a hot 20 something. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes sound like Christopher Walken. Sorry. We have all been there. <laughs> uh, mash. <laughs> mash. He would do it in three syllables. Mash. 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 Do you miss Alan Alda? Now's the time to go look at him. We'll be right back. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. 
So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. I'll also send you, Sienna, two two little voice notes that I took when this became a football film. Sorry, there's a full football field and football uniforms? I could not In the believe. war? <laughs> you guys, the football scene was so long. It was literally 20 to 30 minutes of the movie. The movie's not I even two hours. Was- there were two montages in the football scene. And Sienna, here is my final voice note from experiencing the sex crime that was... Match. What is this movie about? <laughs> Thank you. I had no idea. I was so confused. I had not one idea. At one point, I think I wrote down, I was like, for whom does this movie make sense? <laughs> Who watched that and was like, yeah. I think you have to have been exactly specifically from this time yeah. when just the very way that people spoke, like the cadence of the comedy was something so new mm. that there was like a, a a comedy from the novelty of it. Right. But I feminism mean, was around. This is just like the people who I guess hated that. Right. You know? I guess maybe if you hate women. Yeah. This movie is hilarious. This is for the... But even then there's, there's a real sort of um, sadism to it where they're just causing people to suffer like yeah it's, it's again it's not really it's not really a joke i mean an- another way i would sum it up would just be the worst house episode i've ever seen <laughs> everyone kind of looked like house to long. me <laughs> so vaguely long. british you thought they were british and then yeah. they kind of weren't like, are, like, you? Why are you why are you talking like an american <laughs> yeah the worst house episode <laughs> The one where they just decide to do a bunch of crimes. (laughs) A bunch of crimes and then a full football game. (laughs) Would you like to move on to our next segment? Yeah. Everybody, we are suturing up the segment of phone notes and healing our way into badges and trages in which we award... (laughs) Sienna just blinked so slowly. (gasps) Wow. (laughs) In which we award the film a badge... Um, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> For horny, consensual, doing it. Two horny nerds having consensual sex that no <laughs> one is listening to. And trages. For sex For crimes. crimes. <laughs> For sex crimes. Come on. Come on. Hey. Those are bad. I have two badges. Okay. But my first one I wrote down early in the film, and by the end of it, I was like, I don't know anymore. Totally. We my understand. first badge was a badge for Elliot Gold. Okay. Because I love his, the way that he talks. Like, he has a a unique ability to make anything sound funny when he says it. Mm. Not in the latter half of this film, but, like, in the Ocean's Eleven franchise or when he was on Friends, which are the things that I know him yeah. from. I always thought he was so funny and just his delivery is so great. So I was excited to see him in the movie. Oh. And then he was in the movie and I was like, 
<laughs> What's happening? I felt betrayed. This was like when I was in high school. We I took a psychology class. Okay. And we watched a series of like informational educational videos that were narrated by a guy who called himself Dr. Z. And we were like, oh fun. What a fun guy. <laughs> And at the end of the semester, we had like finished all the Dr. Z videos, learning about different psych things. And he was just like gently narrating and talking about case studies. At the end of it, the final episode was about the Stanford prison experiment. <laughs> and it turned out that Dr. Z had been Philip Zimbardo the entire time. What? <laughs> and everyone in the class was like, we have been betrayed Whoa. by Dr. Z. <laughs> That's exactly crazy. how I felt in this movie with Elliot Gould and Donald Sutherland, who I'm used to being like an old, gentle, white-haired, yeah. wise man. He goes down on his wife in Pride and Prejudice. And good, what? <laughs> okay. Icon. Icon. And we didn't get any of that. This was movie. the opposite of somebody we going down hands. on their wife I th- in, yes. in Pride and Prejudice. Yes. The film MASH 1970 is the opposite of someone <laughs> going down on their wife. <laughs> which we support we love that we love that anyway i felt the same betrayal watching this movie when i was excited to see a person and then they just kept doing sex crimes totally and in a way that was not like they played a villain who was yeah criminal he was look at this goofy guy a badge for a swig of whole milk ew really early on someone drinks milk and i always love in old movies when they're drinking milk my other badge is for being nice to a dog Aww. It's the only person anybody was nice to. <laughs> and I guess I should say creature. Holy shit, you're right. Yeah. That this dog had more rights than anybody in the camp. <laughs> the movie was mean as hell. Ugh. A badge for radar. Similarly to you at being at the beginning of the movie going, oh, I'm so excited oh, to see them. Yeah. I felt the way about radar and about just the idea of this franchise. Mm. It was really, it happened quickly when I heard that song and I was like, I love this theme song. And suicide then I was like, suicide is painless. Wait, suicide is painless. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is that? Yeah. What the fuck is that? I got, I got Dr. Zed. Yep. Have you been Dr. Zed? You may be entitled to financial compensation. <laughs> I have a badge for a big old box of tampons. When he got punched. Punched into a box of tampons. Yeah. I did write that down. A man was punched into several boxes of tampons. The only, the only evidence of any women's rights in the whole movie. You know what did, that did get me thinking about though? What? I wondered if Tampax made gauze. War things. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing that. And Robert Duvall landing in a pile of tampons. Yeah. Hot. Hot. (laughs) This movie was the opposite of Robert Robert Duvall Duvall landing in a pile of tampons, tampons, which is every woman's dream. (laughs) Which is feminism personified. My final badge Mm. is for, I know that everybody who likes this movie, I can just cut out of my life. Yes. It is a great (gasps) litmus test. Wow. For if people are total garbage. Because this, no, there's no like, some of the movies we've watched on here, there's enough where you're like, oh, it sucks that this outweighs the bad stuff. Or people have like nostalgia around it. They're like, we watched it as a kid. Nobody is like, well, when I was nine, I just really loved watching the sex crimes. (laughs) I just like you got to get over it with this one. It is mm-hmm. clear cut. We have yeah. made so much progress in the last 10 years that yeah. this is the opposite of. This is the opposite of the progress we have made it, in the it last is. 10 years. <laughs> that is such a great point. It's like um, when people say that they like Joe Rogan. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I never need to see you. Perfect. Again. Adios. Thank you. Goodbye. All right. Tragedies. Do you have any tragedies, Liana? No, I thought this film was really good. <laughs> I thought it was a beacon. A trash for the immediate male gaze. This is when they get in and the first woman on camera, they're like, look at that tit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> look at the tit over there. 
I, there's a tit in here. I, it's actually funny that I didn't think of the term the male gaze because my first trage <laughs> is ogling sexistly. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. It was the early days. I forgot there was a phrase. the first draft of the 1970s they, version. <laughs> when they were workshopping, they were like, yeah. what do we call this? It's like when they ogle sexistly. <laughs> a trage for magazine boobs. Uh, that was before I realized we were inevitably going to see real boobs as well. I thought we were going to see real boobs, but in a way that was like people were boning and so they were happy about boobs. Yeah, yeah. Happy boobs. (laughs) Happy boobs. I have, oh, trad for Hawkeye not being Alan Alda. My one true love. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) No, I love Alan Alda, but I was, this guy was, I did not know what he was about. Uh, Trage for they hit on literally every woman. Every woman. Every woman. They were like, God, you're so hot. And also a trage, an auxiliary trage for the women characters were written to just be like, oh, thank you. No, literally. <laughs> like they loved it. That's how they were written and directed. I, it was it felt embarrassing that I was so shocked that they were literally all just like hot babes who loved yeah. whatever anybody said to them. I guess it's it is nice to know that. If something like that was said in some form of like mainstream TV or film today, the yeah. woman character would be like, don't. Don't. I will kill you in your sleep. That's not allowed now. Rip your penis off. <laughs> like they would say something in response. That's not allowed now. You you can't do sex crimes anymore. You can't do that. You can't just do that. And I'll say unnecessary boobs as well, as we said. I have a trage for illustrated boobs. Yes. Those, the caricatured boobs. Yes. A uh, trage for the woman getting harassed is somehow the bad guy? <laughs> what? Horrible. Oh, this woman hates when we harass her. What a bitch. <laughs> what? My good sir, it seems twas you who were the bitch. <laughs> I spy with my little eye. A bitch. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, bitch. I spy you. That's what they were doing in the film. Oh. Trage for, I'll say it, sexist. <laughs> Believe it or not. Finally, someone said it. You are so brave. <laughs> Trash for homosexuality is the punchline. Oh my gosh. That was also... I just Each that, part of this movie, I was like, well, surely they will. Oh my God, they did. It, dark. Uh-huh. Dark. Ugh. We, uh, we have come a ways since this film. So oh, that's something. Absolutely. But the fact that in the year 2007, they were like, now this is one of the best <laughs> movies of all time. Hmm. <gasps> Tread for everyone casually cheating on their wives. Yeah. I didn't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. Uh, Trage for the portrayal of Japan. When they get to Japan, they're immediately so racist. <laughs> I know. I was like, what the fuck? It was shocking. Oh. Trage for just that thing where guys write something bad happening to a woman and then her being fine with it. Yep. <laughs> That's the thing. She's like coerced into doing something that she clearly felt uncomfortable with. And, and then she, the guy, the, per, the guy is completely unconscious and can't give consent. Yeah. And then the next day she's like, God, I feel so satisfied. And I was yeah. Like, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. Uh, my final trage is for sex crimes. Trage for sex crimes. Sex crimes. Just a diversity of sex crimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and trage for football. Absolutely. Horrible. Every bad thing <laughs> happened in this film. Sex crimes. Football. <laughs> the most Donald Sutherland's truly. long, weird head. <laughs> Shall we move on to our next segment? Plaws. Plaws and thank you. Which is how to pretend you've seen this film. Oh, boy. This is for when you are on the operating table. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you're on the operating table. They're about to put you under. You are hoping to soon be asleep, and uh-huh. uh, uh, but before that happens, mm-hmm. your surgeon, mm-hmm. Trapper John, <laughs> Trapper John, <laughs> peers over you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He takes down his mask, and you're like, I really think you're supposed to keep that yeah. on, especially in a <laughs> surgical ward. Mm. He says, oh, every time I do surgery, it reminds me of my favorite movie. And I have like to tell, time. I have to tell every patient on my table, I need to breathe into their face and say, I love the movie, not the show. Mm-mm. Not a fan of the show, no, but no, the no. movie. Oh, mash. What inspired me to become a surgeon. <laughs> and you're like, what? I am going to tell you all about it during your whole surgery. Mm-hmm. Unless you have anything that you know about it in the next two seconds. <laughs> in which case, we'll put you under and I'll get a, a, and a I'll get to work. doctor. <laughs> I will revoke my own medical license. <laughs> I will quit. I will resign from the practice. Uh, so you say, yes, yes, I do know something. I know about MASH. This is for that moment. Here in that classic <laughs> that happens in every woman's where life. a surgeon refuses to put you under unless you know something about a movie we've all been there here are a few sentences you can say to prevent trapper john from not <laughs> from operating you. on you <laughs> raw <laughs> yes i've seen the movie mash it takes place during the korean war but it's actually a bit of a commentary on the Vietnam War. Yes, I've seen MASH. I wish you would amputate yourself from this conversation as they amputated that wounded person's limb. Uh, yes, Trapper John, I've seen the movie MASH. It's said that the characters uh, complete many a practical joke mm. In order to stay sane during the war. But I gotta tell you, didn't come off that way. <laughs> Please anesthetize me. Please anesthetize. I am begging you. Oh, I wish you would anesthetize me. <laughs> You're not even the anesthesiologist? You're not even my surgeon? You just came into this OR to tell me about MASH? <laughs> that is in violation of the Hippocratic Oath. You are doing harm. I say good day, you bitch. This movie did harm. This movie was absolutely a violation of the Hippocratic Oath. (laughs) This movie was the opposite of the Hippocratic Oath. (laughs) Yes, Trapper John. I've seen MASH. It was nothing like the show. (laughs) Trapper John, I've seen MASH. And as someone who has boobs, (laughs) please anesthetize me. (laughs) Oh, Sienna. Oh, Liana. We we must airlift ourselves out of this film. We must aeromedically evacuate to, honestly, at this point, I'll take a Roman military hospital over the MASH <laughs> unit. I don't ever want to be in a MASH unit at all. To our segment, should you watch this or, in which we tell you if you should watch this film or if you should continue to not be a sex criminal. <laughs> Liana, what do you think? Oh, baby. I, I honestly feel that we all need to repent just by knowing about this movie. Like I, we as a society. <laughs> the fact that we haven't somehow burned this film from our collective culture. We have we are. Deep we have sin. failed. We have failed. Becoming like the buxom temperance women. From <laughs> intolerance. Intolerance. And, and, and proud of it. 
what were we doing oh no don't <laughs> god don't watch this movie um maybe like donate to a local woman <laughs> <laughs> that's what i would say you could do is that uh, would you say sienna what would you say um no don't <laughs> watch this movie for the love of my sweet lord uh, yeah. don't watch mash the movie Mm-mm. you can continue watching the show but i think we need a break <laughs> uh what you could watch instead you know what i watched after this to cleanse my palate mm. a black lady sketch show oh great such a good show mm-hmm. i'm just watching season three i hadn't seen it yet yes the opposite of mash it is the opposite of mash it is true comedy that makes me laugh it's a really good show yeah go watch it it's on hbo max HBO check it out max. a black lady sketch show liana how would you rate the film mash i i considered giving this film a negative rating which is not something i've dabbled into mm-hmm. previously but that stresses me out because then it's like how far in the negatives do you go so i once again am gonna do a flat zero for mash which is also maybe like a way that they described a woman's ass in this film <laughs> like check out that flat zero <laughs> Like, they might have said that. I don't know. You gave it how many out of five what? Oh, my God. Nothing. I Zero out of five pup pups. Aw. Yeah. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a little bit lower. I'm going to give this a negative 100 mm. stolen Jeeps out of five. This movie was really weird and made me feel so uncomfortable. Mm. And it was bad. <laughs> this movie's bad. This movie was I think that was, it's the reason for our podcast. When you watch yep. a film, mm-hmm. people say it's great and you say, wait, uh, wait, was that bad? And the answer is yes. yes. Mash the film was bad. All right, everybody. There you go. That has been our take on the movie MASH. Our take and the one true and correct take. Any other opinion about it? Bit of a sex crime. Yeah, bit of a sex crime of you. Just, I mean, a little bit sex crime of you. Think about it. Think about it. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to this episode and our show. If you want more content from us. Oh my God, if you want to donate to some local women. Then, gosh golly, especially if you like this movie. Please, you you are penitence. (laughs) Absolve yourself by subscribing to our patreon our patreon we put all kinds of content on there exclusive stuff you can and find us it's at patreon.com slash tossed popcorn the link is in the description of this show the link is in the bios of all of our social media channels and on social media we are at tossed popcorn you can find us on twitter uh, tiktok instagram give us a follow tell your friends about us rate us five stars donate to local women in the form of a review on yeah. apple podcasts or on spotify you can make a difference Only you can prevent sex crimes. (laughs) That's not true. We're all responsible. Um, And join us next week when we will be watching North by Northwest. (laughs) Thank you. We love you. Bye. Bye. Crime. find us on instagram as at sienna jekyll and at liana holston please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names we put out episodes every tuesday so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode see you next week on tossed popcorn for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app men keep making movies 
We have to watch all of them. Every muscle in my neck got so tired just now. <laughs> From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.